We are here on the Ticket Water Cooler on a Friday with you. Uh, of course, uh, if you are uh, listening to the radio, you're not listening at all to us because the radio's ha- the radio broadcast is now the Royals pregame. Uh, but we'd like to thank you for joining us on any one of our streaming platforms, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, uh, Facebook, X. Yeah, whatever it is. I'm, well, I'm, I'm getting used to X a little I'm bit. not. It's Twitter still. <laughs> it's still Twitter.com, isn't still, it? It's still Twitter.com. Some things still say like tweets. Yeah. Most, some say posts. Like you repost, you don't retweet. Yeah, I don't know about the repost. But some things still say, you know, tweet or whatever or uh, read this tweet. Like they're still, and everybody's still saying Twitter. Nobody's calling it X. Yeah. However, um, if you were paying attention earlier today on X, uh, Elon Musk, the new owner of X, is planning on getting rid of the block feature. So you, you can't block people anymore. <laughs> why except for in dms he said why is that i he just said that it seemed unnecessary <laughs> i was like it seems actually very necessary i always like to i like how people follow i don't i guess i just don't know i i haven't looked maybe i haven't been blocked enough but i always see like people like ah this guy didn't like it, blocked me I'm, can you like look up who's blocked you uh no you just kind of find you out you just have to look like if you're if you, you're like going through like replies or something and there's just like one that says like you are not authorized to see this viewers like or this user's like post or whatever, you know, um, usually, but you won't even see who the user is. It'll just have that. And you're just like, I don't know what this is. And I found out I was blocked by a couple of people that I don't even know. And I've never tweeted at. And I was like, mm. I don't know what happened here, <laughs> but I, I don't care if you block me, whatever. That's yeah. not my problem. Then we pro- probably won't gonna, notice. Guess what? You're just going to miss my funny tweets. That's right. That's your fault. You're the one that's missing out. Exactly. I'm not missing out. I don't even know who you are. My the only the only one that I think I got close to being blocked by again was uh, Thomas Robinson, probably in like 2016, uh, because he just tweeted out my name one time. And I think it was because I tweeted, you know, I probably tweeted something like he's a journeyman or something. Yeah. And so I, I don't know if he's trying to block me or what he did, but he just tweeted out my name. And so I was like, did you screenshot it? I'm thinking it's still up there. I think it's still a tweet. Thomas, Ro- Thomas Robinson just yeah. tweeted your name. He did. Okay, um, I, I mean that's, that's that's pretty cool, actually. I think he was maybe trying to like Google my name or like see what like you who, should who's this punk that's saying something, and then just you should uh just every year on the on the anniversary of that just like retweet it or like bring it back <laughs> up, just be like however many years ago today Thomas Robinson was looking for me. I should I should I should Google it or I guess Zeet. Uh, I should go post, go on Twitter and see if it's post. still on there. I guess I haven't checked in a few years. Maybe it do, it do it. be like that. Yeah, I uh, have not been. I've I don't have that distinction. I don't have anything like that. <laughs> well, now I just tweet so much when I look at my name. It just you know, it's just a bunch of stuff. I've my changed name. my Twitter handle, my X handle, like three times since I created it. So sometimes I'm like, I want to look up this post, and it's like a different Twitter handle that I don't remember what it was. Why? Why have you switched it? Uh, well. There was like a high school one, which, you know, I was in high school, so I don't remember exactly what it was. But it was oh, you like, don't want to get in trouble for high was, school. Yeah, yeah, it was probably inappropriate. <laughs> um, and then it was one I changed it to my initial. It was EA Hurdle. That's what it was. Mm. The big into track. It was after Hurdle, the 2012 yeah. Olympics and just like track is just blew up. Everybody, everybody loved track. So I changed mine to that. Um, that was when hashtag track nation was the thing. Mm. Yeah, that's where a lot of my followers came from, actually. Oh, um, and then uh, I changed it to something else to be more professional. Like when I was in college and I was like working for the student newspaper and on the radio. And then I changed it again when I got here 
because I wanted it to be something that wasn't didn't have like underscores and wasn't too complicated yeah. for me to like say on the radio, like Radio Rico AC. Really easy. I think before it was like Enrique underscore AC something or like I it was weird. So yeah. I was like, yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna do this. Well, you you didn't you, you didn't go with your last name. I went with my just my last name, which is long. It's like eight letters long, and mm-hmm. I think that maybe has been a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if it has or, or not, but I you know I'm just like just look up Jake Bakovin on Twitter. People are like I'm not gonna try that. I tried Rico <laughs> on the radio, but that's taken. Oh yeah, and the guy who has it hadn't tweeted in a really long time. He's tweeting now more, but. Mm. You check in on him once in a while? Every once in a while. I just see, like, <laughs> especially after, like, uh, Elon Musk said that they were going to delete people's Twitters that hadn't been active. I was like, oh, please, please be inactive. <laughs> he was not. He's a tweeter now. Just a little bit. Like, not a lot. Do you know what your original email was? Because everybody, when they, they you got to get to college and get to a, like, professional email or whatever. But the original one is always just, like, your favorite band or something Ooh. silly like that. I don't know. Mine was Red Sox 018 after Johnny Damon before he'd been traded or, or went to the Yankees. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty good to get 018, but I had to get the zero. Couldn't be just be Red Sox. Just be one eight. Yeah, that of was course. taken. Of course. I'm pretty sure mine is what I currently have. It's just part of my name and then 2688 because 26 was the first number I wore in football in high school because it was the only number they had left. So mm-hmm. I wore 26. And then 88 was the number that I wanted. Ah. And I finally got it my junior and senior year. Nice. And that's also Rico's pen. So if you ever find his uh, bank card, it's <laughs> <Yeah>. not. <laughs> no. Good try, though. Okay. Good try, though. Yeah. Some people don't change that stuff at all. No. It's like, I have no. one password and one pen was. code. Yeah. That's probably good. Yeah. yeah. You don't want it being the same as on your email. Or maybe it is. <laughs> or maybe. I don't know. So that if you did get it, you would you would think, well, that's obviously not it because he said so on the radio. If Let's you try want to, If you want to know my pin, send me a million dollars. Really? No. <laughs> well, maybe. I might do that. Yeah. Well, well if you send me a million dollars, you got to put it in a different bank account. And you give me my in, I give you my pin. Guess what I'll do? change my pin <laughs> <laughs> are you ever worried about your identity being stolen no but i feel like i should be yeah like, i hear from commercials it's yeah a, it's like a, i feel like that's like a growing in. concern yeah but i know yeah i don't know why anybody uh, yeah, i mean obviously to get to the money any money that you have but why would you steal my identity i got nothing yeah <laughs> there's not too much you can do with my identity. Ooh, you got five dollars. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, Rico's uh, GoFundMe. We're starting up after. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Look, if you want to. As long as, <laughs> well, it, as long as it actually goes to me. You're talking about looking at housing and with the housing market right now, you might, maybe we should start. Yeah, GoFundMe that's is, impossible. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a tough, uh, tough deal right now for any buyers out there. What would I rather have? Diapers for my children or a house? Like, right now, it's, it's diapers. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty much the same price. Yeah, diapers are not cheap either. Neither is no, no, nothing really is, nothing cheap, is cheap anymore, no. which is sad. We were just talking about a uh, fast food chain that the prices have gone up. And it makes me very sad. Yeah. Well, it's kind of weird because I'd noticed this the other day. There was one fast food chain that I stopped going to because their prices were too high. Mm-hmm. And now that everybody else's prices are high as well, I'm just more like, reasonable. Well, I might as well just go there then. You You're know? like, well, yeah, why not? <laughs> now, now they're back in play. So, uh, you know, there, there are benefits to inflation. <laughs> yeah. If everybody's prices are high, nobody's prices yeah. are high. <laughs> That's right. Or the one or some of them will just that's, raise their prices. That's but. big brain thinking right there. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen. Uh sports. Yeah, we should probably get to that. Anything about sports today you think about? No, not no. really. 
I mean, Tony White spoke today after practice, yeah. and uh, every there was a lot of defensive players, including Omar Brown, the uh, transfer from Northern Iowa, who uh, was a corner, then moved to safety, and is now working at nickel slash linebacker. Um, so much praise for Jeff Sims today. Don't know what happened. Don't know what happened. But Jeff Sims getting all the praise. Must have had a few good days. All the praise today. Um, Tony White was talking about how he he knew him from their meetings in the ACC, Mm. but that he is a completely different person now, like a completely different player now, and he's a lot more dangerous. Mm. So, you know, there's that. That, And I mean, and that's I mean, that's that's. we can talk about all these different uh, question marks on the team. And of course it all, it all matters quite a bit, but I mean, the quarterback position without, without a, a huge improvement from the offensive line um, is in my mind, is just going to have to do a lot of the heavy lifting this year. Mm-hmm. And we'll see it. Like I said, I, I think the long-term plan is to kind of get that uh physical nasty offensive line and, and the running backs behind it and, and build your way up. I hope that their, their vision is Michigan, mm-hmm. you know, kind of what Michigan's done. Georgia's won with power football recently. I, I, I continue to try to have this argument with people that, you know, there's all these different type of offenses, but ultimately there's power and there's speed and you want to blend of both of those things eventually. But we are seeing a bit of a resurgence from power running football teams and the success that they're having. Now, Michigan, I don't know if they're going to, win a championship that way uh, or get over the top, but I, th- but they're right there. I mean, a, a few, there are a few athletes away maybe from getting it done. And so I think Nebraska uh, wants, wants to go down that model, but um, it, it it's going to take some, some time, but at the same time, from what you heard from Matt rule and, and kind of just what we know, having lived through quarterback dependent offenses in the past, it's going to be very critical to, not take, not always take advantage of Jeff Sims and what he can do on the ground for you because you don't want him to take too many hits and mm-hmm. so it's going to be a bit of a, a of a battle between what like what's best in the moment and what's best for the season I think especially early on and how much can you trust in your defense how much are you trying to eke out wins how much are you trying to you know continue that series compared to what's best for the the team in the long term I think that's a a delicate balance that they'll have to face that. You know, I don't know. At times, obviously, Scott Frost struggled with. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard to balance the speed and the power as well as some of those other schools have. But you're right. Like you said, a lot more schools seem to be going to more of that power football. And I think it's just because there was such a a switch to speed and and, you know, airing it out and all of that, that everybody's offense kind of started teetering towards that. So the defenses started teetering towards stopping that. Yeah. You weren't getting as many, you know, very large uh, human beings to to stop things on the inside. You were getting fast guys on the outside. You were getting linebackers who were a little smaller, uh, not smaller, but like um, a little. They are compared to where they were back in the day. A little more slight. Like they're still tall, but they're just a little more slight than they were. You know, they're not as, uh, you know, they're not in the 245s like they were back in the day. They're around like 220 and they're running around faster to stop those guys running the slants to, to be able to match up with somebody in the slot or a tight end who the tight ends have become a lot um, faster and a lot more athletic that the offenses, some, some schools have decided, okay, if everybody's going small and fast, we'll just go back to power. And now you can't stop us because the people that you have lining up on your defense aren't strong enough to hold our offensive linemen at bay. They're not strong enough to tackle a 230 pound running back. They're built to stop a, a five nine, you know, two hundred pound running back who's coming out of the backfield and catch passes. Who's going to run, you know, sweeps and try to run past you, not run through you. So, 
um, when you can blend that speed and that power, that's when you'll really find success. And, you know, you saw TCU, you know, the Big 12, everybody makes fun of how they're, they're you know, mostly an offensive league and how defenses are built to stop that those quick, high-flying offenses, right? Well, they went up against Michigan, and they weren't really able to stop them because it was both teams were scoring at will, but they were able to score with them. And then you saw going up against a Georgia team who had a much better defense, a more physical team overall in my eyes than Michigan. DC wasn't able to do anything. And that's what you get when you, that's what happens when you have those mostly a speed defense, mostly a speed offense where you run up against that power and things get slowed down. And all of a sudden, you know, if you don't score on one drive and they're up 14 to nothing, all of a sudden you're in a pinch because they know you're going to try and air it out. They know you're going to try and run that speed. But at the same time, if they have the ball, they're going to slow things down and they're going to they're going to punch you in the mouth. And if they score again, then you're in a really, really tough spot because you have to score quickly and they can just grind the clock out. So with Nebraska and Jeff Sims, like you said, they have to find that balance of what's good for, you know, a certain possession, what's good for a certain game and what's going to be good for the long haul of the season. Because we've seen before with this quarterback dependent offense, Adrian Martinez, although it seemed good at the time, you know, run him, run him, run him, run him. That's your best source of offense middle of the season, all of a sudden he takes, you know, one awkward fall. He's out for three games. Well, now what are you going to do? That's where you have to build up that, that um, back end of the quarterback room. But if you can, if you're able to keep Jeff Sims healthy, but still utilize his legs, which is probably his best strength. I mean, am I, am I wrong in saying that to this point in his career? Yeah. So if you're able to utilize his, his legs while keeping him healthy, maybe that falls on the offensive line. Well, it always falls on the offensive line, but maybe it falls more on the offensive line than it falls on Jeff Sims, keeping himself healthy while running. That's how you'll find success. Well, and it's interesting too. I, I think it's fascinating when, when people are giving their predictions because it's hard, like, again, this is just a tough team to read. What's the strength of this team? Is it offense? Is it defense? I don't think we know. I, I, I it's hard to say. I don't, I don't, I, I can't say neither of those, either side of the ball is going to be a disaster. I don't think either side of the ball necessarily looks like it's going to lead the conference, you mm -hmm. know? So you're kind of dealing with, okay, we don't really know. So we'll, we'll put them both at average. But if you hit average, I mean, and this is the hard part. If you hit average, it's an improvement. Yeah. But you want to improve more. You don't want to be average. And that's where that's where it's, it's difficult. Like, would it, I mean, I'd almost accept that because I think that would be a step forward mm -hmm. uh, for the team is, I mean, is, that's is where, and a good base to start yeah, off. And with. That, that falls on what, you know, what what um, DP has said, you know, what's the goal? What's the uh, not goal? What's the um, I'm trying to trying to think of the word he uses and I can't think of it right now. But it's do you want to be, you know, six and six or do you want to win nine, ten games? Like, where do you want to fall on that spectrum? Because wherever you say you want to fall. You, you might fall there where if you're saying you want to win six games, maybe you, you're you're going to be content with that and you're not going to work as hard after you get to that six. I mean, you, you probably will, but it's you're, you got to find that delicate balance of what are you truly trying to accomplish in this season? Are you just trying to be better than you were before? Are you just trying to be, you know, since Matt Rule is, is including all of the Nebraska years and seasons into one, he's not saying, you know, the previous staff and all this, he's saying we, yeah. you know, when he refers to things, are you trying to be better than you were last year, two years ago, three years ago? Or are you trying to be, you know, are you trying to get to the Nebraska that you think or believe that you can get to and be a top 25 national championship contender? I understand it's year one, but you have to be able to set these goals in order to take those steps.
Well, and I think too, listening to an interview Trev Albert said too, it's like, you know, we get so focused on, all right, what's your win total? What's it? I mean, because it's, you know, gambling and, and just, you know, you can kind of, especially with Nebraska, if you throw out a number win total, we could tell you that's a good season or a bad season or, or based on, you know, all what, that stuff what is a good season. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but it's, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't, to me, this year is much more about the process, much more about setting the foundation in, in building and looking like you're heading into something going into year two. And even that isn't always great. That's what Scott, Scott Frost looked like. We're moving in the right direction in year mm-hmm. two. And, and it didn't work out. Mike Riley didn't, and they did improve. They did get to nine wins in year two. Um, but you know, it, it, so, but even, even still with, with those, those two programs that, that didn't do quite well, honestly, <laughs> moving out through the rest of their tenure, they did look like they were getting better toward the year end of year one. And mm-hmm. so I think that at the very least, throw a win total out the door. Uh, that's got to be the biggest goal for Matt rule and company. Take the teams that they face out of it. Do you want Nebraska to start fast or finish strong? Like in the schedule, like, do you want them to come out of the gates, you know, four and oh, whatever, five and oh, however, you know, take the teams out of it. No. Yeah. No, just take the teams <laughs> okay. out of it. Do you want them, you know, six games, six games. Do you want them to start fast and be, you know, five and one to start the season or do you want them to end the season on a on a high note um because i feel like boy. that's because that's going to be part of the issue where everybody believes oh we can start four and oh okay well the rest of your schedule is a bear right you have purdue and northwestern mixed in there so if you start four and oh that can get you if you win if you win those two northwestern is is one of the ones where a lot of people say yeah you're gonna get that one people want to say purdue but I, I I like Ryan Walters, and I feel yeah. like Purdue's going to be a, a test. I mean, Hudson Card's a really good quarterback. Uh, Ryan Walters is is uh, was a really good defensive coordinator. I think he's going to be a solid head coach. I think he's the youngest one in the FBS this year. Um, but you have those two games towards the latter half of the season. But but let's just say you know you 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 wouldn't get those if you started fast. So do you want this season to start off on a high note, and you're sitting there at, at five and one in your first six games and you're like yeah this is this is great this is going to be a good season and then you lose the last six or you lose five of the last six yeah because I mean, everybody says six wins it can look different yeah and how do you feel either way boy because like, let's say a... you win six games right yeah five come in the first half or the second half oh boy the only reason why it's so hard to do that is because the 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 Owen six start under Scott Frost was so hard. It sucked. It was so bad and so tough to go through. And I just don't want to go through that again. Um, but again, I, I think toward the end of, of, of both Mike Riley and, and Scott Frost's years, you know, it was that kind of that resurgence at the end. And that really builds you into going into year two. And that almost kind of reminds me of Mike Riley's second year. Cause that was the situation mm-hmm. to start off seven and oh, by the end of the year, they were, we got to fire the defensive coordinator where, you know, Mike Riley had like three more games where he really was yeah. the coach at Nebraska until like you were they top, made the decision. You were a top 10 team. Yeah. And then the wheels fell off. And I think there's a, or the clock struck midnight, however you want to say it. <laughs> right. There's a somewhat good chance that I do think Nebraska. I mean, I don't know about starting four and because I think Minnesota is tough. I do and, too. and and, and I, I understand maybe the yeah. idea is to get over them, but Minnesota, I do think Colorado, it could be three and one. I maybe. 
But even if you do, to your point, that doesn't mean, okay, three and one, then later in the year, so you get to eight wins. Yeah. A month. It's like, congratulations, you beat a team that won one game last year. I know yeah. it's Coach Prime, but you beat a team that won one game last year and two group of five teams. Yeah. Then you welcome Michigan into town. Then you're in the Big Ten. <laughs> like, yeah. There's no... There's no days off there. Like you said, Northwest. I mean, the part of this is the schedule. Yeah. I mean, Northwestern Colorado, they, 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 they want to look they're at about those, as bad as they can be as you want to look at those as wins. They both only had one win last year, but Northwestern's one win was, was against, against you. Right. And Colorado has a, a new coach, an entirely new everything. So you have no idea what they're going to throw out there. Yeah. Kind of like Nebraska. You have no idea what Nebraska is going to throw out there. That's like they have that element of surprise over Minnesota where you're going into this game looking at the Golden Gophers like, yeah, we know kind of what you're trying to do, what you're trying to accomplish. But Minnesota looks at you and they're like, I don't know, you know, what kind of offense you're going to run. You say you're going to run a 3-3-5, but there's so many variations you can do with that with Tony White. So um, I it like I said, I, I might I might tweet that question out. If you let's just say Nebraska wins six games, would you rather win five of the first six or win five of the last six? Looking at the last six games here, be uh, I it would, but take the t- and that's the thing. Take the teams out of it. Oh, okay, Just okay, mix yeah. mix the schedule <laughs> up again. Take the teams out of it. What? How do you want this to go? I think I, I would. I, I think I've come to the conclusion that I'd want it to be at the end again to build into the next year. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, man, that'd be <laughs> we're so we're be so excited. One in five to start the <laughs> right. rule tenure. We're so excited for like less than two weeks <laughs> to have to answer that question. Is like, oh man, that's a shot to the heart right there. I just do not want to go through. I don't know. Like, I just feel like, I feel like it's a good again. question. Yeah, I don't know. It's not. It's not a bad. Maybe question. I'm wrong. We went way over. We do have to take a break. Do we? Okay. I, well, I, we're or on we could just do one segment. We're on the stream. Yeah. So it's not like. I feel like we still have bills to pay, but I'm not a hundred percent. Like the commercials are getting played yeah. on the radio. <laughs> we'll take a break. Let's take a break. We'll take a break. We'll take a break. When we come back, um, Nick Sainert will join us uh, as we lead into the happy hour. Um, so stay tuned right here to the Ticket Water Cooler. <laughs> 